Well, Archbishop Hope and their Knights boys basketball team is in the D1 state finals. They're down to the final four. They'll play Toledo St. John's coming up Saturday night at 8.30. And it was a Hoban team that made its way through Twinsburg and then made its way through Kent State University and now looking to get the championship at the UD Arena. And joining us as head coach of the Knights, TK Griffith with us on WAKR. And TK, quite a journey by this basketball team from start of the season to where we are now. And talk about how these guys are playing, maybe their best at the right time of the season. Yeah, this has been one of the most special journeys that I've ever <clears throat> experienced at Hoban, even even as a school-wide community. Um, there's a lot of good energy in the building right now, and we're just so thankful and have so much gratitude that, uh, that God has given us this opportunity. It, it feels like a real blessing or a spiritual experience, uh, you know, but it's, it doesn't happen without Will Will Scott's incredible tournament performance against St. Ed's and Maslin. Jonas Nichols uh, was led us in scoring a couple times. Uh, Andrew and Logan in the district uh, semifinals and finals and the guys off the bench, you know, Colin Corn, Joey Hardman. Uh, you got some, we have five kids whose uh, parents went to Hoban, Brody Franges, the Greers. Just, none of this happens without Sam Greer being such a force in the paint. His brother Josh is a hardworking player. Colin Coyne. There's so many different guys who have chipped in here and there. I know I'm missing a bunch right now. Lamar Sperling. But uh, it's been a group effort, and uh, everybody, a different guy seems to chip in uh, every night. Well, TK, there's a lot of people listening to us this morning are saying, well, one person you left off is you, and I know you're not going to talk about that. But I watched you in the final seconds of that championship game in the regionals against Walsh Jesuit the other night. I was sitting right behind you and I saw the emotion overcome you with this basketball team and where they are. Heck, your son's playing on the basketball team, but talk about you. You've been doing this a long time, my friend, and you get to the championships this coming weekend. This has been special for you as well. Yeah. I mean, my, my whole life, you know, I was a ball boy at Hoban when I was in fifth or sixth grade and, uh, you know, played basketball there, got cut as a sophomore, ended up making the team as a junior and senior. And with a group of friends, we won the state championship. I was just, uh, you know, a seventh or eighth man on that team just to be a glad to be a part of it. And always had a passion to want to be a coach. And thank thankfully my dad urged me to apply for the job when they couldn't really find anybody when I was 21 years old and, uh, Dr. Biting and, and, uh, brother Paul at the time. Uh, made a real bold move hiring such a young person, and it's, it's worked out. I love being a teacher there. I love being uh, somebody who can help influence the lives of kids who choose to go to Hoburn, uh, and it's been my life's purpose and mission, along with a lot of other great educators up there. They, the educators and the people that I work with in the building have helped shape me and still do on a daily basis, whether they're younger or older. Uh, just a very special place, and to be able to do something that we can all celebrate is fun as well. TK, let's look at this team. You've got Nichols and Scott who kind of lead you a little bit offensively. The big guy in the middle, I've watched the last, what, month really grow with confidence. He's even stepping out there and popping in some three-pointers for you. You've got the veteran guard leadership, too. You've kind of got all different angles covered with this team. So X's and O's-wise, you as the head coach, putting these guys in some pretty good spots, but you've got some great talent on the court as well. Right. Yeah, no no, no coach is going to go anywhere without talent and without these players making plays. Um, and we, we're not celebrating and even talking right now. So, I mean, Sam Sam made a three in, the, in each of the regional final games. That was huge. Joey Hardman made a couple threes uh, and some steals. Jonas's effort 
in the regional final, you know, 18 points was incredible. But Will Scott's individual performance in that regional semifinal against St. Ed's, that, that St. Ed's win might be the best win that we've ever had in Hogan history, to be honest with you. Because we didn't, we kind of struggled offensively, but we just kept hanging in there, you know. Um, so, so many, so many good moments. But, uh, you know, uh, Joey Hartman uh, passed to Andrew. Andrew made a big three in that game. Um, Logan Vowles, without Logan's ability to shoot to three, without Logan's ability to get twos here and there, he's been getting some twos in the tournament, uh, especially in the regional, uh, more so than he has probably prior to that. But yet he still has that sharpshooter mentality, and he's such a courageous competitor. You know, each guy has their own story behind the scenes that they've that they've uh, grown and developed over their four years. So it's it's just fun. It's fun to watch everybody have their moment, honestly. Well, Logan's uh, uh, presence on the court means that those defenses really have to honor him, and it's really opened some mm-hmm. stuff on the inside for for Greer and Nichols and stuff. So yeah, his presence out right. there is big. Okay, so let's talk about Toledo St. John's playing Saturday night, eight thirty at the UD Arena, so a long time. Good chance for you to catch your breath, actually. But talk about <laughs> Toledo St. John's on Saturday night. Yeah. Well, they're they're a uh, kind of a team of destiny, too. Got bumped out of the tournament a couple of years ago when, when COVID hit. They have a, a coach who took over for uh, a 35-year legend. Uh, coach Spohn, I believe, is how he pronounces his name. Uh, they have one of the best players in the tournament in C.J. Hornsby. He's about a 1,200-point scorer. Very poised. They've got great guards. Uh, they have another counterpart to him, number four. I don't know the name. And then uh, they have a guy named, I think his name is John Taylor. He's uh, poised to be the 400 track state, D1 track state uh, champion for the 400 in the state this year. I guess his numbers are pretty good. He's, he's really fast. And then they've got a, a sharpshooter, number 12, who's about 6'4", kind of a 6'4 version of Logan uh, on the wing. They're very efficient. They're very precise. They run great stuff. They play great half-court man defense. And they're they're on, a, they're on a heck of a run. Nobody expected them to come out either. They were, they were like an eight seed over there and uh, just keep winning. Toledo St. John's and Hoban playing Saturday night at 830. You know, going back to the team a second here, TK, I, in, the, in the regionals, I noticed against Walsh Jesuit, and I thought it was a fine move by you. I was telling Scott who I was sitting with, boy, that's a great move. You put Lamar Sperling in there. And he gave you some physical presence in that guard spot where I thought you needed it against Walsh, who can be real physical with their guard play. And I don't think that should be underestimated. He came in and gave you valuable minutes against Bell and company there in the backcourt for Walsh. Absolutely. Yeah, Lamar's a name I didn't mention enough today. Just the the fact that he was dedicated to the Hoban family enough to come out to basketball. You know, you're Mr. Football in the state of Ohio. You're yeah. getting ready to go to Buffalo. You know, you have a chance maybe even to have a great career and maybe even be an NFL guy, but you decide to play basketball. It kind of it kind of speaks to the type of character that, that he has. Um, he's been somewhat of a role player playing off the bench, but without his physical presence defensively on Tyler Bell from Walsh, you know, we're not going to get over that hump. And all year long, he's done that for us. Lutheran West. So t- time and time again, he, he kind of just reeks of humility and a kid that uh, you, you, you wouldn't even know that he won any awards in football. He's just very humble and very meek, but yet he gets out on the court and uh, he, he's a great example for all of our other guys. <laughs> I love the way he plays and I love the way you use him in the perfect spots. Now, now let me ask you this uh, with the OHSAA finals in general, it used to go Thursday, Friday, Saturday, 
Now right. it's Friday, Saturday, and into a Sunday night thing. So let's say you get right. by Toledo St. John's. You guys would be playing Sunday night at 830. Is that a big deal? Right. Um, not even anything I've thought about, to be honest with you, Ray. We're just so thankful to be down there, uh, mm-hmm. you know, representing Hoban. My wife and I both went to Hoban, our kids, our mom, our dads, you know, our whole families. We're just excited to be down there. I don't care if you played on a Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. <laughs> uh, honestly, I think they had to move it because of, the, the tournament, they share the court with the first four. So I think when it went to Dayton, I think they had to move it back a week. That's that's what I know to be true. I don't know if that's fact or fiction. I do know this. They redid Dayton Arena, and it's such a better venue to watch a basketball game than the Schottenstein. I hate to say that, but the Schottenstein's kind of cavernous, and Dayton's pretty pretty cool. I took my son down last. We, we, we've gone every year, but, of course, it wasn't at Dayton until recently. And uh, we, we, were, we were awed by how cool of an arena it is. So I think people are going to – People are going to like it once you get down there. It's a pretty neat experience. And if we were lucky enough to play on Sunday, we would just be thankful that we were playing on Sunday. 